Cooking Gumbo Nation. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. And I'm your host, Dwayne Stein, the Gulf South Mortgage Authority. And if you want to join the show, 504-260-0995. Or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Hey, on the show today... We're going to revisit the four D's because that's what's creating any and all activity right now. And we're going to play a game called I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Because I hear that a lot. I'm going to wait for rates to go down. I'm going to wait for home prices to slow down. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the jobs report that came out yesterday. We're going to talk about the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index. For y'all that listen to the show, you know what that is. You feel like you just passed the test. When I said CPI, you went, oh, I listen to Mortgage Gumbo. Uh, That's the CPI. That's the Consumer Price Index. He's talking about inflation. That's one of the reports that's going to come out, right? Um, And more. And then we're going to talk about why having a quality realtor is so important important, especially during these times. Let's welcome in my esteemed co-host. I got to give him maybe like an official doctorate like these schools do with people. Dr. James Parker, welcome to Mortgage Gumbo. You know, and he just, the guy's so popular, people just follow him around so they could clap when his name's mentioned. It's, uh, It's pretty cool. I'm not sure if I've ever been referred to as esteemed before. Well, we got it, you know. Uh, Yeah, and not because you're steamy. So, James, we got a lot we're going to talk about, a lot going on. Some things that, you know, from the headwinds, what are we trying to do here? It's education, it's options, it's making us, what are we doing to educate our listeners, to understand what's going on, right? We got a little spoiled. For 10-plus years, rates weren't over 4%, right? Then we, you know... Fed came in, we, we started to, everybody forgets the term was quantitative easing, right? That's where we were buying up all the bonds and guaranteeing the bonds. Well, what happens when you get a guarantee? Well, you can lower everything. It's just like in the military, right? If you own a business, the greatest thing in the world to get is a federal contract, right? They overpay, right? You go to the hospital, the Fed, they all back up this, you pay 20 bucks for a Band-Aid. When you go to the dollar store and get 20 of them for a dollar in the dollar aisle. So today we're going to talk about really what's going on and continue to just educate our listeners on what's happening. And that's why I kind of put this as the I'm gonna, right? These, the same people, it it goes with the weight loss. I'm going to stop eating chocolate. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to be nice. All those type of things. So but first, James, hey, listen, when we get out of here today, you know I got to take a couple minutes. We had a uh, uh, good week on Tuesday, great win for Lakeshore Titans. And if anybody wants to, hey, just go YouTube, Lakeshore Titan Baseball. We now got the Titans Baseball Network. If you want to see some good baseball, especially if you're playing at Lakeshore, because that's where we do all our home games, because we don't have lights. So if you know anybody at St. Tammany Parish School Board, You want to have them call me directly? I'd love to know how in 2023 we don't have lights, but that's a whole different thing. But took a tough loss last night to St. Paul's, really good team. Uh, So shout out Mike Arnold, who's the kind of got the whole streaming thing started. And and Jeff Winchester had a chance to be on their broadcast last night. Uh, Mike's a big fan of the show. He tried to cross me up, asking me an FHA question, James, in the middle of doing a a baseball uh, broadcast. But he, I, he said I got it right, so that's what's cool. So, But Mike's a big fan, so uh, Mike Arnold, Jeff Winchester, shout out. Uh, we'll see y'all today. Excited to get y'all in the press box uh, for the Titan uh, broadcast today. Uh, doubleheader 11-1. and one. So good, we got the pleasantries out the way, James, right? Let's talk about, because I don't think people understand Silicon Valley Bank. I don't think people understand when the 16th bank in the United States of America goes under, right? Where are all these measures? 
oh, all these measures have been put in place, right? The Biden economic chick took two seconds to get on camera yesterday to go, we have measures in place. Uh, this won't start happening. How did it happen, James? Right? So kind of tell me what your thoughts are on it. And then I'll kind of kind of give you why we need to be keeping an eye on this. And in my opinion, why I think it's a bigger deal than any news outlet out there is going to be telling you. Well, I haven't dug too much into this because it just happened this week. Mm -hmm. And I am very intrigued because the headlines are telling two different stories. Number one is I saw that there was a bank run where there, I, I saw a picture of people lined up outside of one of these branches. And I've never seen a Silicon Valley bank. But they tell me in, in Silicon Valley, it has 25% of the market share, like 25% of all the deposits in like the richest market in the world. It's known for the startups. It's one of those banks that cater to startup companies, hedge funds, stuff like that, James. Yeah, and so, so when you're talking about the neighborhood where it has the headquarters of like Google and Facebook and all these huge tech companies with these enormous salaries and every house costs $800,000, if not 4 million bucks. And it, it, it's ridiculous that it, that pool of money if you have access, you're a bank that has 25% of the richest people out there. How in the hell are you going to fail? And then how are these people going to line up like an old-fashioned bank run? And it, I thought we didn't have that anymore. Like in, uh, uh, what's the Christmas movie? It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. There's the old-fashioned bank run and everyone shows up. And, yeah. So let me, let, so, so, so when you say, <clears throat> how does that happen? Let me tell you how, James. Right. And this is where behind the scenes, these are the things that why we're educating our listeners. And these are the things that normal people who aren't in my industry aren't paying attention to. And why would they? Right. I mean, how is a bank ever going to collapse in today's day and age? Right. Let me tell you why. And the result of this bank collapsing is what we've been talking about. And this is proof. For years, we've been talking about the Fed. Why did it take so long to start raising interest rates? Right? Why did it take so long to start making moves on money? The Fed was very, very, very late to the party on that. Let's say lazy. Right. They were taking advantage. Everything was looking good. And look, this is pre Biden, too. Right. Everybody kind of now the one denominator is Jerome Powell and how he him and Janet Yellen still can even walk without bags over their head. I will never know. And maybe this will be the difference. But when you have people that are late to the party or they take their time. Right. They're fashionably late, James. And then when they get there, then when they get there, everybody's singing happy birthday to your kid, but they want to make it all about them. And they're yelling and screaming, woo, let's toast, let's do this, let's do that. This is what we've got. So the reason why this bank's failing is the Fed's late to the party. And what are they late to the party on? The Fed deals with treasuries, right? The federal funds rate. These are short-term loans, right? These are your, your treasuries. These are, you know, your auctions. What are they doing? So the Fed was late to the game. So then what happens? Last March, they go, all right, we're going to start raising the federal funds rate. Well, there's leadership issues here as well, right, with Silicon Valley Bank. But, James, what happens is this bank gets caught because they're making all this money buying all these bonds, taking in for all these startups, and they're able to give money back because when the rate's so cheap on these treasuries, they're making money on that because they can go charge, fees, all this kind of stuff. So now what happens is, <clears throat> as this starts to go up, they're stuck holding treasuries that might be worth 2%. And now the 10-year tre treasuries at 3 and 4%, touching over 4% at parts of last year into this year. I don't know what it is this morning. It's in the three-somethings, the 10-year treasury. So, James, they can't go lend money out because nobody's going to buy it at that cost. 
right? So their profits go down. So all it takes is one of these companies to start saying, it's like Bernie Madoff. He was getting away with it until 08 happened. If 08 doesn't happen, Bernie Madoff's probably still manipulating everybody's money. But what happens is as these bonds, these startups go on, start going, hey, things are a little tougher. I need a little bit more of my money to keep these things going. Well, then it's not there. I can't give you back everything right now. And that's what we're seeing. My concern is where does it stop? And you said, oh, people are lining up. They are. Now, I don't know when you're a startup what your FDIC insured is. I know for most, you know, you love to walk in and they got the plaque, the gold plaque, FDIC insured. Well, that's up to 250000 right? But if you've got four accounts with the bank for a million bucks, it's only the first two fifty, right? So I don't know what the FDIC insured is for a hedge fund or a startup, James, with a couple billion in there. So they said Monday these people can come get their money. Uh, that's, that's a big concern. So James, when you start seeing this with this bank closing, keep an eye on this. And these are the things that we do not want to see. My concern talking to you these last couple years when James and I have been telling you, and I've been telling you about why the Fed was late to the party. This is the result because you go from zero to a hundred. Right? You raised the rate last year over 4.5% in an eight-month period. That hurts. Look at what it's doing to your credit card payments, your credit card debt. Those are the things. So imagine that on the magnitude of a, the 16th largest bank in the world, and this is what happens. And okay. that's why there's pain here. And that's why I want to address that. And that's why... We talk about this on the show, and it's, it leads to, and why, does the Fed funds rate affect mortgages? Not directly, but it affects, it affects not infects, look, it's almost like a, a, a precursor there, but it affects inflation, which is what, what the mortgage interest rates follow. So keep an eye on this stuff. Well, I, I have questions for you that I don't understand about this, because I read the article and I'm like, okay, some bank I've never heard of in said the San Francisco and Palo Alto fails. whoop de doo How does that affect me? So then I read through the article, and they tell you some interesting stuff. This is the largest bank collapse the, uh, of any financial institution since the financial crisis in 2009. Oh, well, that's kind of a big deal. Uh, it's even worse than that. This is the second biggest in all of history. All of history, outside of Washington Mutual, which was gigantic in 2008. This is tremendous, and that's why it's cause for alarm, and it's why we're bringing it up. Because, folks, you got to understand what's going on. And when we tell you the Fed is trying to inflict pain, they're not trying to shut down banks, but we have complete infutility running this right now, and they do not know. And that's why that is part. Of, so we are at their mercy. And we'll talk about that. I see we got a question uh, from Jen in Mandeville. We'll get that answered on the other side of the break. Hey, if you want to join the show, 504-260-0995. Or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995. Gumbo Nation, this is Dwayne Stein. For us who live around New Orleans and the Gulf Coast, we get it. Nothing stops us from living our life. Not mosquitoes, politics, or even hurricanes. So what home loan rates have gone up? You're still going to live your life. You're from New Orleans and the Gulf Coast. You're still going to buy that first home or upgrade or even downsize when the kids leave the nest. When you're ready, we'll be here like we have been for 30 years. Visit Snap, Send, and Save Dad Cam. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. 
Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Ask yourself, do I have the proper coverage on my home, my vehicle, or maybe even my business? Heck, when was the last time you heard from your agent? Before I met the queen of insurance, Colette, I trusted my agent. Then I got a free policy review, and now I'm saving hundreds annually on my policies. Call today for a free review, 985-951-2070, or visit themonarchins.com. Need a home loan? Where do I go? That's easy. The dude known as Mortgage Gumbo. Education and options for you to see. Visit Snapson and say, Dad Cam, the cost is free. He'll get you a quote based on your needs. You'll tell your friends. It's such a breeze. Now try for yourself so you can see if purchasing or refinancing is right for thee. Visit Snapson and save Dad Cam. We're back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Steiner right here on iHeartRadio. Nice job by producer Dave, little Debbie Dab Radio. That gets me fired up. So talking during a break about this and, and talking about this Silicon Valley, and hey, if you want to discuss it more, um, you know, we, we may chat about it more on our Hump Day Holler, James, this week. We'll get some more details, but it's something, uh, go look it up. Go read about it, but again, see where you're getting your data. So had a question from Jen in Mandeville. Uh, pull that back up, Jen, uh, uh, James. Uh, if she's an authorized user for her son, on uh, puts her son as authorized user on her credit cards, will that help him get a better uh, interest rate on his automobile? Not necessarily. I mean, the, the authorized user is a trick that we use in, on the mortgage side to raise someone's payment. But, Jen, before I could sit here and tell you that, it would depend on what his credit history looks like. You know, if, if it's somebody, and we don't know the situation, but if it's somebody who's never paid a bill and we just go throw an authorized user on there, it's not going to really make that big of a difference. Or if he's got four credit cards and no uh, installment debt, it's not really going to make a difference. So, unfortunately, I can't really answer. It's not that simple. So it's a good thought. I would recommend that over lending him money all day, every day. But you really got to have an idea of what's his credit score, what is his credit cost, uh, what's his credit look like, and go from there. If there's no credit established, maybe give it a shot and see what happens. That may help out uh, in that realm. So, James, let's talk about. In reality, right now, we've kind of created something, um, and, you know, in, in my world, uh, it, you know, it's all about, um, you know, creating these, what do they call them, James? What's the 4D called? A, a, a synonym, no, not a synonym, a, um, you know, in our industry, like, you know, LTV means loan to value, right? Acronym. sorry, there you go. So in our industry, acronyms are everything, and you and I kind of, when this stuff started, we kind of came up with 4D, right? And, and for that, that is who's making moves right now. When we're talking about existing home sales, which means somebody's living in it today, you know, who is selling that house? What loans are being done when you're, when you're in an elevated market, right? And what that is, what I found, and I have proof because of the closings that I'm doing, it's 4D and it's one of four. It's divorce, death, debt, and distance, meaning relocation. Those are the things that right now are moving and shaking the market. So when you see a home going up for sale, probably in one of those categories, right? So when you see refinances being done right now, I could tell you from my standpoint, I've got eight refinances going right now. Out, so more than half are because of divorce. The other ones are debt. And then I also have uh, having to doing some refinancing because of deaths in the family and a reload uh, that's uh, having to relocate. So I'm seeing it. So that's why I'm sharing that with you. But James, kind of tell me um, 
because we brought this up, and I know you get questioned on it because you're part of the show, uh, and you do things nationwide for other folks, so they kind of listen to you. Kind of tell me um, what you're hearing or, or, or your side on this with the four Ds. Well, I'm trying to, to, to figure out uh, the scenarios here in, in, in helping these people because, you know, the, the people that don't want to move right now, they, they want to move, but just not right now. You know, they're in a great spot and they can wait. And what a luxury that is. But uh, I, I hear scenarios of people in all four of these situations. Hell, I was in one of these four situations about a year ago. And so the, the, the important thing is for the people that have to buy right now, the people that have to go through the, these rough, choppy waters, how do you do it? So the first one is debt, and, and that is something that I am talking to one of my personal friends about. Right. Uh, they, they have too much debt. Most of it's credit cards, and they have equity in their house. They don't, they're not going to move anytime soon, but it's sort of reached this breaking point to where they are tired of taking all the extra money that they have at the end of the month just to cover the minimum payments on their credit cards. They're in, they're in a place now where their budget – is the minimum on their credit cards. Yeah. And they just they just can't live like that. It's been like that for five years and they're not getting ahead. And so they they they're like, look, we've got to free up eight hundred bucks worth of outflow every month. And a refi can do that. I, I'm telling them a refi can do that. You do a cash out refi, you wipe out that credit card debt. Yeah, your house payment's gonna go up a little bit, but it ain't gonna be by eight hundred bucks because that's what they're paying in credit card fees every, uh, every month. So when the guy comes in and asks you, a guy who actually knows what he's talking about when it comes to a cash out refi, say, Dwayne, I've got all these credit cards. My minimum payments are 800 bucks a month. It, this isn't working out. What do I got to do? Does this cost them anything? Do they have to come up with like a few thousand dollars worth of closing costs? I know that you don't need like a down payment or, or some big nah. expense like that on a refi. But what all is going to be into what all do they need to have in order and be ready? Do, do they have to have a certain cash amount? What nah. does it take? Mo Ninety-nine point nine percent of refinances doesn't cost anybody a penny out of pocket, so to speak. Uh, when you come to the closing, it's worked into the loan, right? So, and this is the norm, and this is what we're seeing right now. And what people are battling in in your friends five years, I'm seeing it with folks who in 2020, right? You got that false sense of security when you bought that house that you qualified for. See, affordability works two ways, right? Uh, when you have when you have two and a half percent rates, I can go buy a, a whole bunch more. When you got seven percent rates, I can't buy as much, right? But either way, you're married to that home, and that's okay. And but you got to know how to let that home work for you, and you also can't stay in that bad marriage because you're just. I'm going to just do it just because. And that bad marriage might be that 3% or that 3.5% that you have on your mortgage rate, yet all your other debt is hemorrhaging right now. Because like we talked about, the same thing that happened, you're a mini Silicon Valley right now. You were sitting with all, <clears throat> you were sitting with all these credit cards, James, at 0%. And now... The average credit card rate is over 19%. I don't care who you are. It's impossible for you to budget and go from a $30 a month payment to now your payment, minimum payment might be $50, $60, It doesn't right. matter who you are. You may be able to do it and accept it. Nobody likes it. But then what is the outcome? What are you sacrificing, right? Are you now... Credit card debt, James, we talk about all the time. Why do we have people right now when you got 7% rates and rates in the sixes? Why do we have people putting down less money? Because we don't want them house poor. Let's figure out how to buy that house you want, and then we'll do the permanent stuff we can refinance later. What this federal funds rate's doing with these short-term rates, now it's causing people to be house poor within their house. It's almost like you let somebody in, you had them eating at your table, you loved them, you hugged them, you kissed them, and now they're betraying you. 
the average auto loan, uh, one of my, my, uh, one of my, ma Sam was telling me this week, I think the average auto loan is now $850, James, across what? the country. That's absurd. That's absurd. So <clears throat> when you're looking at certain things, this is where you just got to be really, really careful on what's going on. So that, that debt part, death, look, nothing we can do about that, right? It's unfortunate. Nobody's calling me going, hey, look, I offed my significant other. Uh, how do I get a refi to make this better? <laughs> right? right? Divorce, unfortunate. We know why we've got to do that, right? Because, hey, we got to separate assets. Distance, we know why we've got to do that. Relocating. But debt, that's something that is just the elephant in the room right now. And James, all these folks that are coming to me, guess what? You know how many people I'm seeing with 60, 70, 80, $100,000 in student loan debt that's still not being counted? James, what's going to happen when they start pulling that plug, bro? Oh, yeah. They changed the that, rules. They, they just keep kicking it. Yeah. Just keep kicking it down the road on, on that. So we got to keep in mind when we're talking about these D's and everything like that, let's look at your situation. There's no cost. There's no obligation. That's why we've got snapsinandsave.com. I told two people this week, sit tight. They're like, Dwayne, my dad, I got to refinance. Sit tight. I told them, it's not time yet. I know what's happening. We're looking at the rates. We're looking at forecasts. And that's what we're going to talk about on the other side. And that's kind of the topic for today. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen if you keep waiting. And we will not sit here on the show. James may sit here on the show and go, we told you so. But I'm going to give you. We are the crystal ball, so to speak. We've charted through this. So I'm going to kind of give you an example of what happens when you wait for the bottom and you think you're going to time this market out correctly, especially in today's environment. It's almost impossible. So on the other side of the break, hey, we've got Tito's Rate Watch to come. Hey, data, data, data. That's what we're all about. I'm going to share some numbers with you on that. And we're going to play. I'm going to. I'm going to wait for rates to get lower. I'm going to wait for housing prices to go down. We're going to go over all those scenarios with you. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Floor DeLee Law & Title to the Total Home Authority. Floor DeLee Law & Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. Where you at, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein, and I'm a proud yacht. So since it takes one to know one, as your yacht leader, I want y'all to know with rising rates and mortgage industry concerns, we got this. I've seen this and helped thousands time and time again through these same obstacles in the past. This yacht's gonna guide you. So visit the site thousands of your fellow yachts visit with no cost or no obligation, just answers. Snap, send, and save dad cam. It's that easy. Ask yourself, do I have the proper coverage on my home, my vehicle, or maybe even my business? Heck, when was the last time you heard from your agent? Before I met the queen of insurance, Colette, I trusted my agent. Then I got a free policy review, and now I'm saving hundreds annually on my policies. Call today for a free review, 985-951-2070, or visit the Monarch INS. Need a home loan? Where do I go? That's easy to do, known as Mortgage Gumbo. Education and options for you to see. Visit Snapson and say, Dad Cam, the cost is free. He'll get you a quote based on your needs. You'll tell your friends. It's such a breeze. Now try for yourself so you can see if purchasing or refinancing is right for thee. Visit Snapson and save. Dad can. 
The views of Dwayne Stein are for entertainment purposes only and are not necessarily those of Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. is NMLS number 3029. Dwayne Stein is NMLS number 175109. To verify licensing, please visit NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. is an equal housing opportunity lender. All programs, rates, and terms discussed on this program are subject to change, subject to certain restrictions, and subject to underwritten approval. For additional information on any of the programs discussed, please call 504 207 Yes, the double dodge, you know it. <clears throat> Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. If you got any questions, you want to join the show, 504-260-0995. Hey, if you're new to the show, thank you. If you refer somebody over, thank you. Welcome to the Gumbo Nation. Uh, over eight years, September will make nine years. We've been providing education and options to you on your most valuable asset, your home. And, you know, this last year has been uh, quite testy. And that's why our listenership has gone way up, right? I understand. You understand. I've got to find out what's real, right? And and what's not. So kind of like the old Memorex commercial there. So let's get into our weekly segment we like to call Rate Watch. Oh, that's me, isn't it? Yeah, come on, bud. Great Watch is brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's first handcrafted vodka. Hey, we saw a low relief last week. 30-year conventional was at 6.97. This week, we're at 6.76. So, a little bit of relief there. Not yet seeing it on the rate sheets, but good stuff there. We'll take that, right? And a lot of that was due to uh, the sort of excitement about the jobs report that we came out. Uh, and it really should have been much better. But I'll talk about that in one second on the continued manipulation of the jobs reports. 15 years, 6.25. FHA, 6.25. Jumbo, 6.35. Uh, VA 625 and a 5-1-arm 6.61. So, uh, look, rates, we were excited. We were hoping uh, the because everything was in good shape, James, until, if, until you remember the jobs report came out in February, right, for January. And then everything, you know, for four straight weeks, we were just taking it just in. There was a 7 on the board. Yeah. There was a 7% yeah. somewhere. Yeah, and we were just in pure D survival mode, right? So now yesterday – uh, the anticipated jobs report came out, and uh, it was what we considered uh, to be what should have been, we thought, based on everything that we were seeing, should have been good news, right? Uh, there was some reporting out there that all 10 sectors through what's called a jolt report, right? And again, this is this is boring stuff to you, but the things we kind of keep an eye on, because this is how I know when to lock people because uh, all these things affect interest rates. And if I could get you, uh, you know, 6.99 versus 7.01, I want to do that for you. So when you're looking at these jobs reports, um, you know, there was one report that came out for the first time in 10 years. All 10 sectors uh, had uh, unemployment was uh, in the not good, right? Well, what happens is somehow, and I don't know how they do it, the numbers, you know, Biden comes on air yesterday and going, hey, how great is that jobs report? We got more jobs. So you got his his finance guy, his chairman, saying we got to slow everything down. And then he's coming out going, look how great. But let me put it to you this way, James. You go to your local watering hole, and this is for the listeners. <clears throat> you go to your local watering hole, or maybe you go to the grocery store, and you always see that same cashier. Or you're having a beer and you always have that same bartender. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Sue. And you get to see him, right? Well, then Johnny and Sue one day aren't there to check out your groceries. Or Johnny and Sue isn't there to hand you over your favorite drink, which is a Tito's uh, and soda with a splash of cranberry. And appreciate everybody who's nice enough to uh, treat me to one when they see me. Thank you very much. I am all about free drinks. So little Johnny or little Sue, all of a sudden you go, where they at? Well, man, Johnny and Sue got it. Congratulations to Johnny and Sue. They got a job now working over at uh, a manufacturing company. 
You know, they got, instead of just working for tips now, man, they're making two times, three times as much money, James. Man, well, good for Johnny, good for Sue. Then all of a sudden you come in on a Friday or a Thursday and, hey, maybe a Tuesday morning, depending on how life's going for you, and you go to get that Tito's handmade vodka with a soda and a splash of cranberry, and Johnny and Sue's there. And you're excited, Johnny, Sue, where you been? Oh, well, you know, I took that other job. Well, what brings you back? You're picking up extra shifts? You're looking to make extra money? No, I lost that job. Well, James, the Fed is now counting that as a job gain. So they're not counting it as a loss in one category. They're counting it as a gain in another. And this is the manipulation that's going on right now. And this is why when we, <clears throat> you and I all day can talk about the recession, are we in a recession? Yeah, but until the Fed's willing to say, we are in a recession and they come out and say it, the same thing we're about to talk about with the I'm gonna, we don't know where the bottom is, James. That's the problem. That is why we keep talking about now is the best time out there to take advantage in the housing market. Because at the end of the day, you could refinance. And let me tell you what else happens. When this thing bottoms out, we touched on this Wednesday. There's nobody out there right now. You and I, James, could all day sit here and say, oh, it's bottomed out. We're in a recession. Until it gets announced and until really this stuff kind of, they get to the point where no more things could be massaged. When that, right now, your sellers are part of the 4D. They got to sell. When this thing changes, right, and when things change, and what I mean is we get on the other side of this bottom. Think about a smiley face. When we get on the other side and things start to go up, potential buyers and listeners, Gumbo Nation, the seller's going to have every advantage. You're looking at 20 and early 21 again, where now you're going to have multiple people competing. James, here's what we know. Here's what we know. 63% of homes across the country have a mortgage on them. So 37%, James, of people could care less what you and I have to say. They don't care. Doesn't affect me. Doesn't matter. My home's free and clear. They're not going to touch it, don't want to touch it, or things haven't gotten to the point where they have to touch it. So, James, we already have talked about on this show. We also know that out of that, over 80% have 5.5% or less. So, you're limited even when things get better. But, listeners, here's what I want you to understand for those who are, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. For every 1% that the interest rate falls, 5 million plus people become eligible for a mortgage in whatever category it is. So when you say I'm going to wait, oh, prices are going to drop. How? Because just like you who's sitting here wondering, I'm trying to time this out. He don't know what he's talking about. No way I'm getting a mortgage when I've got a six and a half or 7% interest rate. What, you're going to be right back in. Now, you're going to come to me and you know what we're going to do? We're going to get you pre-approved. We're going to get you fast-tracked approved to try to help you with that advantage. But guess what? You're going to pay more than you're paying today. James, I'm sitting on over $12 million in pre-approvals right now. So, folks, I know this because I've got over $12 million in people that are pre-approved with me that could go out today and buy with a $5,000 guarantee. But they want to wait. And I can't, I can't put a square in a circle. And I can't help, and I get it. I can only give you uh, my education, my expertise, so to speak. And when I talk to you, I tell you, it's my job to present options. I can't force this. So, James, when we talk about I'm going to wait, I'm going to this, folks, I'm telling you now, on the other side, when this happens, and if I could tell you a date, I would. If I knew the date, me and James, I'd probably say, hey, let's go hit the beach 
and we'll come back on May 11th. But we don't know that date. So you and I, our job is to continue to educate. So well, the way you describe it, this sounds uh, th- that that advice in the last two minutes sounds like it's crucial more so for renters than people who are already owning. Because, you know, there, there's pluses and minuses. If the rate goes down, yeah, you get uh, a, a cheaper monthly payment where you're competing gets five million more people for the same house. And that has its own set of problems. Uh, and if if you um, if you don't then if you're already in a house, then you're still building equity. And so you can just go play around and try and uh, find a, a better deal later. But if you're renting, waiting means you lose all the equity you otherwise would be building because the the, the way forward here, if you don't want it, your rent money to just psh, go away, is you get in a loan, you go ahead and make some payments on an interest rate that's not perfect, and then we'll refi in a year or two or whenever it goes down again. And in the meantime, yeah, you had to make a little bit of higher payments than you otherwise would have, but you have something to show for it. That money doesn't just go into thin air. That higher payment is worth it because there is value that is going to be given back to you when you either refi or move out of that house. So let's simplify that. What you just said is basically this. You've worked hard for that home. Let that home work hard for you. Let it pay you back for you giving it the benefit of you living in it and you allowing it to protect your family. You worked hard for that home. Let that home work for you. So I've got some more stuff we're going to cover on the other side of the break on this. I'm going to because the data does not lie. And you just talked about, hey, more houses. And we're going to talk about what the cost of waiting, because right now, Sellers are giving concessions. You got buy downs. You've got all these things that are allowing, I'm helping my buyers win with. We're going to talk about why that stuff's going to go away. And we've got the data. Hey, love you being part of the Gumbo Nation. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. Schmuck, 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 schmuck. A telly, a telly. Gumbo Nation helps spread the word to avoid those online lenders and banks we call schmuckatellies. Rates may be on the rise, but now more than ever, you need a trusted mortgage advisor who can offer options that make sense to your family's needs. At Mortgage Gumbo, we save order taking for fast food drive throughs Visit MortgageGumbo.com to see if buying or refinancing is right for you. MortgageGumbo.com. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Ask yourself, do I have the proper coverage on my home? my vehicle, or maybe even my business. Heck, when was the last time you heard from your agent? Before I met the queen of insurance, Colette, I trusted my agent. Then I got a free policy review, and now I'm saving hundreds annually on my policies. Call today for a free review, 985-951-2070, or visit themonarchins.com. Oh my gosh, rates are so high. I shoulda, woulda, coulda purchased last year or even refinanced. Gumbo Nation, this is Dwayne Stein. For almost 30 years, I've guided folks to purchasing and refinancing. Use my experience to see how and why you can beat rising rates and say rates up, so what? Visit snapsendandsave.com. That's snapsendandsave.com. It's that easy. Here we go. Man, Brother Dave to Corbier. He missed last week. He's back. He's full-fledged. He's rocking. feel like I'm back at Melius's. I'm kind of half-fledged today. We're, we're, welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, one segment left. If you want to join the show, 504-260-0995 or shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. 
Com. So we're talking about I'm gonna, folks. And on the other side, uh, previously in the last segment, we were talking about for every 1% and why now? Why I'm gonna wait to buy? Why I'm gonna wait for rates to go down? Why I'm gonna wait for uh, housing prices to go down? Why that's not a good idea? So we've been giving some data. 63% of uh, properties have mortgages, right? 80% have 4.5% or less. So existing homes are almost, it's going to be very tough unless they fall into the four Ds, which those people are selling. They're going to sell regardless, no matter what rates are. That's what's keeping the, in, in reality, that's what's going on right now. But for every 1% the rates fall, 5 million people become eligible. And we saw it when we cracked into the low sixes, almost the high fives in the beginning of February. James, we saw it. We were talking offline going, phones are ringing. So now what you've got is you've got to sit here and go, when I try to time this out, James, let's go back to 2012, okay? And when uh, the economy kind of after our 09, 10, that debacle, and we really had to hit that bottom, right? And that's when the bottom came into play because we had all the foreclosures. Then we were like, what are we going to do? It wasn't like immediate. That was the outcome of, you know, uh, letting Sue the stripper buy five homes just because she could fog a mirror, right? So now when you look at in today's environment, okay, a couple things, folks. And this is why I want you to understand why the rate, I, I'm with you. It's, it's not attractive. I get it. But what I want you to understand is this and why you need to be looking at gaining equity. After a recession, and this is why I keep bringing up, we can't, we don't know when we're timing it. James, over the history of time, homes appreciate at a minimum of 8% for the following year after a recession. So we know we're close, right? Let's say if, if think of a bowl or a smiley face or a roller coaster, right? That roller coaster right now, if you want to invert it and make it at the height, we know we're somewhere between the front of the roller coaster and the peak of the roller coaster on heading down the other side. Right? Because well, we had a baby recession last year. We had two negative quarters. and That's right. right. And guess what, James? Guess what? They just reported. Equity's up 7.3%. There you go. Right? Yeah. So... So for everybody that's waiting, the prices aren't going, and, and, and that's why I had that data to share. Prices aren't going to fall, folks. They're not. So what's going to happen, because you want to wait to say that you got 575 versus 7. Who don't want that? Who wouldn't want that? What's going to happen is you're now going to have competition, so now you're not going to get your closing costs paid for, right? So then when you do want to refinance off that 575, because the rates even go lower down the road, because I, I, I sense that people aren't going to go, hey, I'm happy with my 575 for the next 30 years. Just like right now, there's not a loan that we're doing. Not one loan we're doing that somebody's going, absolutely, heck yeah, this is awesome. I get to hammer up six, seven, five for the next 30 years. Like I said, I'm getting calls every day. Hey, now is the time? Is it now? Is it now? So for y'all who out there, I'm gonna keep that in mind. And right now in 2012, James, we had this last time we were in this sort of situation, there was 2.4 million homes in inventory. Right now there's 980, but when you take out what's under contract, James, who's, who's under contract right now, we're right at 550,000. In the whole United States. Heck, we almost got that many people listening to us, James. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm, yeah, right. I'm so interested in those numbers because that's when I bought my first house was 2012. That's right. And I was actually able to buy <clears throat> more than I expected because the housing market was a little bit depressed. That's right. But then what happened when you bought? It went up. That's what's going to happen. So right now, when you look at this, what is the timing, right? 2012 is when this happened. Then after that, the market went up. Folks, the waiting on the side, 
What does it cost you? Close your eyes, not if you're driving. What do you see? Zero. Put your hands in your pocket. What do you have? Nothing. The lint. That's what it costs you to go to snapsinandsave.com and have a conversation and us find out what are we working with here. Right now, James, 6.5 million homes short. Six point, if everybody that's eligible decided, just like they just tried to take all their money out of Silicon Valley Bank, if everybody and the second rates go down 1%, 5 million, the number's going to double that, in my opinion. When we come on this show and say five and a half, our phones are going to be ringing off the hook. But as the phones are ringing off the hook, guess what that means? That means a lot of people are trying to buy that same house that you have. And again, just like we're winning in today's environment by giving you the fast track approval and you're going with a $5,000 guarantee, those don't necessarily work when somebody comes in and pays 20 grand over asking. And I'm not saying we're going back to that, but what you're going to go back to is 10 people making a full price offer on a home. And you asked for closing costs because you don't have closing costs, you're going to lose out. I'm telling you now, because I've been in this market. So what's going to happen is people get frustrated, right? Just like right now, I got people out looking and I can't find anything I want. I get it. They're out looking and you got to wait for that house because why? We got a half a million houses across the country. I, you know, I can't decide which is better, you know, because I, I see, I know the interest rate's higher now and my monthly payment b- would be higher. But when I bought about a year and a half ago, interest rates were at like negative zero or whatever. They were, they were almost nothing. And so I was competing with so many people looking for the houses and I got beat out on bidding wars on five different houses before the landed, I landed on the one I want. And I like this house, but this isn't the one I want. This wasn't my first it wasn't, choice, it wasn't my it second was. choice, third, fourth. This was my fifth choice that's right it's yeah i got a i got a great deal i did the buy down or yeah what did I do? discount yeah. the discount yeah. points that's right okay. but you bought also guess what you needed to buy because you I were relocating to, yeah. so what do you think is going to happen when all of a sudden companies that are laying people off right now start hiring the james is in a world and and the wife of james miss parker is going to get relocated jobs this that and the other what does that mean now i got to make decisions the seller goes Hey, you know what? There's five other of you. So a lot going on, folks. Follow our podcast, Hump Day Holler. Go join the Gumbo Nation on Facebook. Go subscribe to our Mortgage Gumbo YouTube channel. We're here for you. Snapsend and Save.com. The home away from the show is MortgageGumbo.com. If you're looking for something fun to do, go over to YouTube. Type in Lakeshore Titan Baseball. You'll hear yours truly in about an hour. Doubleheader against St. Paul's Wolves today. We're here for you, folks. We got this. And until next week, Gumbo Nation, keep stirring the pot.